0: hello and welcome back to the m e seven podcast yeah no game this weekend then the jewels um yeah don't have to don't have to bother traveling up to barrow tomorrow afternoon um great communication from barrow by the way to to call it off the day before a game So um, took me tonight we're gonna um yeah we've still got quite a bit of news in the in, in the jewels camp uh quite a quite a few interviews have been done this week um and, and so, yeah, we're just going to crack straight on. Matt, you're joining me this evening. Um, other people are occupied. Owen, Owen is uh, summing it up in Barcelona. Um, so, Matt, good evening, mate. How are you?
1: Sorry, I'm uh, just finishing off my dinner. So, uh, yes, no, I'm really good, thank you. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a shame tomorrow's called off. But, yes, yeah, so, uh, as you said... The communication from, from Barrow to, you know, to let us know the day beforehand that the pitch was not going to be playable and that the rest of us inspected it. That's perfect. That's great. Um, hopefully Clemens will still get the boys in maybe to do a little bit of a training session still, um, you know, trying to embed a bit more clamble mentality into them. Uh, but yeah, it's a shame that the game's called off because I thought we were on a bit of a roll and... You know, especially after last week, uh, it would have been nice to see what the boys were going to do against uh, a top uh, Barrow team.
0: Yeah, let's um, let's start about yeah, let's start with with the past week or so. Like you say, Matt, we've been we've been really really good for the past week in terms of um, certainly let's say more result wise against Wimbledon, we were good, but performance and result against Cheltenham, we were really really good. Um, Clemens spoke in the week about maintaining high standards. How important is it, Matt, that this dual side now do maintain that high standard that they they definitely set on Saturday?
1: I mean, I'm I I, I hoped at the start of the season their their bar was set high. Let's just hope Clemens has come in and set it even higher because the standards that they they, they did set against Charlton that, you know, we're gonna expect that to see expect that kind of performance now against any team that, that comes to Prefield um, like away from home is, is slightly different but but yeah that that sort of massive step up that bar that has said that needs to be reached I and mean, if we want to be playing in League 1 next year we've got to have the right mentality there and look, it does seem to me I think especially with that performance last week just starting to see if, if we're going to play like that for the rest of this season I think there is a good chance that look, I'm not saying we're going to go up automatically now. I think, I think the gap of not having uh, a manager for a, you know well over a month was was detrimental to our season. But look, with Clements coming in, if he set this bar, bar extremely high, which I hope he has, any player that especially comes in January has to match the tenacity of how we played against Charlton.
0: Yeah, potentially it may well have it may well have killed us. You, you're right. Um, yeah, Clements um, did speak about in the week that um, obviously uh, there'll be games like Wimbledon where where it weren't great, um, but we, we can we can grind out results and uh, and uh, and and still get it. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess the question is, Matt, is that are we? Uh, Clement's made the point in the week and I I don't know I don't know whether to whether to take it um well or not in terms of he says well we we we've, we've played we've played seven seven games under him in all competitions but he's not going to count the from under 21s game as one of them so if you look if you if you look at it from a point of view of of six games including the two FA cup games that he's been in charge of and we've won four of them um are we are we are we making strides under under clements or or not
1: i i personally feel that we are making strides and uh, from from what i saw i mentioned it a few weeks ago against wimbledon you know yes we won and it was ugly but i could kind of see this clever idea of what he was trying to get across to the players. And then last week against Charlton, I, I think I, I, I really did see it. I, you know, unfortunately I couldn't be there and I had to watch it via a uh, a streaming site of some kind. Anyway, moving on. Um, but I could see kind of what he was trying to get. And so I do, and this is no disrespect to Neil Harris. You guys know I love Neil Harris. I think he was a brilliant guy. I hope he really does well. Uh, he's now... Stepped up to, to manage Cambridge in, in, in League One, as not he? So, you know, good on him. Um, but I, I really think that Clements can be a special coach in the world of football. And the fact that he's starting his career here at Gillingham Football Club, I think at the moment we've not necessarily seen it. Because as you said, look, it's six games, but wait till it's six months down the line. You know, wait, wait till it's a year, two years down the line. I think we're going to start, start, start seeing this club really, really develop. Uh, not, not just on the pitch, off the pitch as well, because that's what Brad and Shannon really want to do. They want to, they want to build everything going on on this uh, so uh, at this club and, and and improve the community, which is is an amazing thing to do. But, but from the team point of view, I really do feel that. But he's got something there, and you know, when co- when players say, you know, like Jack Grealish are saying, he's one of the best coaches they've ever worked with. He's now our head coach here at Gillingham Football Club. We've got to be counting, yeah, sort of, uh, sort of, realizing sorry, how lucky we are as fans because I think we're going to see some brilliant football, especially in the latter half of the season.
0: Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, I, I. I'm starting to see. I'm starting to see signs. I'm starting to see signs. Um, certainly, the Salford performance and the Charlton performance. I'm starting to see signs there of it. Um, but I'm also starting. I'm also seeing slight things of where there is some naivety in our play a little bit. If that makes sense. Um, where I think defensively. At times, I, I, are we are we giving that up because of the free flowing football that he wants to play? Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps we are. Um, so that's an interesting, interesting one. Um, one person I wanted to get on to you about, Matt um, George Lapsley. Um, I think it's fair to say that George hasn't set the world alight here at here at Gillingham. Um, I think he can admit that if, if he wants to admit that it's completely up to him. But I think it's fair to say amongst the fan base, George has definitely not set the world alight. But um, it seems to me that he's he's he getting better and better every single week under Clements.
1: Yeah, you know, absolutely no disrespect to Neil Harris here, but I just feel that however Neil Harris was trying to utilise him, wasn't working as well as what, you know, Clements has been able to do with him in the last sort of six games, you know, as, as we said, it's, it's, it's not been many, but we're starting to, I think, see that the, 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 uh, the George Latsby that, you know, was, at, um, oh, sorry, the club's from my head, the team he was at before. Anyway, but we're, we're starting to sort of see that. We're starting to see him really sort of, you know, that it's a shame tomorrow because he was on, um, uh, media duty wasn't he this week, and uh, you know he mentioned about not scoring a goal for a while. So I kind of almost had him down to potentially get one at the weekend, which is a shame because he's right—he's not scored for a while. And he hasn't scored as many as he wants to, but I think again, under Miss Clement's style of football that we're we're starting to play and starting to 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 get uh, embedded into these players, I think he's going to come really good. And I think it's also going to be the same for somebody like Johnny Williams as well. I think. Again, it's in, no disrespect to Neil, but wh- for whatever reason, the style of football was not suiting Johnny uh, at all. But again, since uh, Clarence has come in, I started to see a different player there. And as I said, I think it's only a good things for our club going forward.
0: Yeah, why do you think it's suiting them, Matt? Why do you think why do you think it is suiting the, the the types of Willi- Williams and Lapsley? Well, I'm, I think I'm interested to get your point of view. What are you seeing differently in 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 this from Cle- in this from Clemens? Because I went to the Wimbledon game on Tuesday uh, or or the other week, and I didn't see much of a difference. We won the game, but I didn't see much of a difference at all. I saw it at, against Charlton, um, definitely, um, but I didn't. I, I haven't seen it on a regular basis. But what are you seeing?
1: For so, for me it's seeing the morning to get the ball down for the floor a lot more, trying to get the ball out wider and actually looking for those runs in those tight areas in the final third. So again, when uh, what a lot of us criticized Harris about was the fact that you know we weren't getting the ball, the ball into the ball the ball into the box enough, uh, you know, so we weren't creating chances, you know, and that we were one of the lowest crossers of the ball in, in the league again. And now what I saw against, against Wimbledon, there was a couple of uh, times when literally sort of right right in front of me, you know, um, Shay, Shane, George and, and sort of Connor were on that sort of left-hand side, uh, well, right-hand side coming forward uh, towards the main end. And you could see they were making these little darting runs behind the defence, even in, in sort of the, the close quarters there, but trying to pull those defences to make that space for that player to get that opportunity to whip that cross in. Where before Harris, it kind of seemed to be more stationary. So for me, it's that movement in that final third. I'm seeing a lot more of it going forward, and and that ball passing on the floor. With players like Johnny Williams in your team, he is a creative midfielder. He likes to get the ball, create, um, get into spaces, run at defenders, create havoc. That's what he enjoys doing. But under Neil Harris, it was kind of like, you know, he was almost being told to play with both hands tied behind his back and not do that. He had to be very structured. I think with a player like Johnny Williams, and this is where Clemens, I think, as a sort of as a player-first manager, he's not coming in and saying, you know, person-first manager. He's not saying you, you're, you're my player. He's coming in talking about the person first. He's probably come in and said to so Johnny and put his arms around his shoulder and said, you know what, I want to get you back playing like, you know, how, how good you were when you were playing in the Premier League, when you were playing internationally for Wales. You were a little terror when you got the ball. People used to hate it when it ran at you. And we're starting to see that now. OK, it's not working 100%, but look, Rome wasn't built in a day. I just think under Clements we are going to start to see some these players almost get back to almost their best. So I think we're actually starting to see it. I mean, Scott Malone was already always good, but even the last few games, I mean, even Max Amos, since like, Amos been in, look, two clean sheets since he's been back to be, uh, back in into uh, the team sheet. And, and again, is you no know, disrespect to Shadoji, because he's been excellent. But clean sheets win new championships, but if we can keep clean sheets and score two, three, four goals... Everyone's going to be happy, and I, I just feel that it's not going to happen. You know, tomorrow if we play, um, if we we play tomorrow, I'm not going to say we we're going to roll over a Barrow at all. No, not at all. Of course, I'm the optimist. You know, I, I'm like, guys, believe we're going to beat Man United seven nil. But look, it, hand on heart, I think we would have gone there and really put in a performance. It's a shame, but look. forget who it is we've got up next but whoever's up next watch out because I just feel now that Kenneth has got that extra week now to work on the training ground get even more of his ideas embedded into these players, we are going to start to see a real, real Gillingham team that is going to start to take this league by storm
0: Yeah, Matt, you mentioned about Neil Harris um, uh, a little bit tonight Um, yes, he has gone to Cambridge Um, he's decided not to take Dave Livermore with him. Um and he's using the backroom staff at, at Cambridge. Um are you are you surprised that he's gone and got a League One job, or was it always the case with Neil that in matter of fact Neil was gonna get a higher league job anyway and 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 the position that Cambridge are in Neil's the the, sort of the perfect guy to get him out of it
1: Yeah and look I mean I don't know exactly say I I haven't read the full and outs of his contract I don't know if it's uh, short term long term uh, whatever it is but yeah again I know you said I saw that he hasn't taken uh, Dave Livermore with him which again is a a bit of a shock but I I I I knew it wouldn't be long before somebody would be knocking at his door and I, I reckon within a couple of days of him being you know, of of, of, of being let go here at Gilles. I reckon people were at his door saying, you know, are you interested in this job, this job? And he he would have been turning down jobs left, right and centre, I reckon. Um, But I think potentially the Cambridge job does suit him. You know, look, we all know he's a very defensive-minded manager first, even though, yes, he was a striker going uh, uh, when he was a player, but I think, you know, if he can go there, he can potentially do a trick. I am slightly worried that he's managed to get a job just before January. Uh, obviously, we have the only got Conor Mahoney uh, on loan, and there is always a chance he could get recalled. And it's a very Neil Harris thing to do, to want to bring in his a former players. So that is something I am going to be honest, I am slightly worried about. Uh, but look, apart from that, I do wish him well. Uh, look, he, he, I think he did... Such a good job in that first half of the season, uh, almost managed to keep us up. And with the budget he had, you know, last season and, and managing to, to get off some great results and game keep us up, it's a shame it didn't work out this season. But look, I, I wish him all the best going forward. He, you know, he'll always be a, a, a Gillingham, uh, it's always be welcome at Gillingham Football Club, I think, yeah, uh, from, from all the fans,
0: yeah, definitely, yeah, um, I'm, a I'm, I'm massive, um, yeah. A massive well done to, to Neil for getting the getting the job and, and and all all the best at Cambridge and League One, definitely. Um he deserves it. He's a fantastic bloke. Um and he I a, a really, really hope he does well at well at Cambridge United this season, um and, and beyond. Um so yeah, also Stu Lewis, Matt's answered your question uh in terms of what you've asked. Um we will get into the questions in a bit, but your question was, Stu, um obviously um do you expect do you expect Neil to to raid this in January? And if so, who would who, who would be a target? Um, would not be surprised if he went for Conor Mahoney um, for sure because I mean he played him under under him at Millwall, um, got the best out of him here. Um, and yeah, with it being a loan deal, would not be surprised if he if he come raiding. Um, I was
1: going to say the 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 only thing we can really hope for is that we've done some kind of savvy deal and managed exactly. to get him for the, the whole season without a recall. Yeah. But if there is a recall, that is the thing I'm worried about. And to be honest, if if he was to go, I, I wouldn't blame him, man. I'm, I, it's a shame because I, of course I'd love him to stay for, for the rest of the season. I think Marin is such a brilliant player, but. I, I do feel that that is potentially something that could happen in January.
0: Talking to January, um, Clements was asked about this um, yesterday, um, and, and in terms of his his first window open as a as a Jules boss, um, he says that um, yeah, he spoke. He, he's he's not it's not something he's gone into great detail with the board, but it's something we obviously have to keep our eye on. Uh, Clements has gone on to say um, anyone that does come into the club has to be a very, very good player um, because the players that we've currently got are are good. Um, and it isn't, it isn't going to be uh, a sake of signing someone f- for the sake of it. Um, they're going to be signed to come straight into the team and make, make us better. Um, and it'd be a case if it, we can do that. Uh, Clements has spoken to people inside the club, but it's not something he's going to share. Um, Everyone is looking at players. um, And and, obviously, if if they can improve the team, then they will be added to it. Um, Yeah, Matt, in terms of January, um, we as a fan base know what we need. We need a particular area that we needed, um, in all honesty, since the summer that wasn't addressed, which is, um, in my mind, still a forward. Yes, we have got uh, Bonn, Nadison, Hawkins, um, and Nichols back, um, and all back. Well, Nadison's got a bit of a calf problem, but all back fit and firing. Hawkins hasn't obviously played for this season. Um, Even with those four, Matt, do you still think we need a forward?
1: Yes. Uh, I can only answer that with one, you know, real answer. You know, yes. Uh, I, I, We need a 20-goal-a-season striker. I think, it, it you know, I, I, in my heart of hearts, if I fully admit it now, it's not McCauley Bond. There's no one in our team that is a 20-goal-a-season striker. If we had that, I would back us to win, you know, 99% of games with the players that we would have playing behind them. At the moment, there are games that, of course... You know i I like you know, of course, I would have been a bit worried about tomorrow. I would hope that the rest of it, our goals is gonna come from elsewhere on the pitch but but if you know you've got somebody that's sort of you know gonna to guarantee to put it in the back of the net, I mean, how many strikers would have missed that bond chance last week when he was one on one with um with the goalkeeper in front of the Ray end you know uh, a striker that's lacking confidence, I think is gonna miss that chance, and yes, I know he scored in front of the Charlton end, and that was always. Bound to happen, but for me that was seem like a slightly easier chance you know you can say that it was being pulled off yeah, um, by the shirt but I, you know for me in front of the vena I men you've got to be burying that he didn't do it we need a striker that's going to be able to do that now there is one thing that I've got to say especially with January coming up that I am really looking forward to and and I, I, I <laughs> this is the optimist in me speaking, and I know you know we've barely used this loan market. I think we've still got five potentials that we can we can get in. And there's going to be some really good young players out there that teams are going to look at Gillingham and go, that Stephen Clements is a really good coach. I want this young player to go to him. and whether it happens this season or whether it's going to be next season, I, I think. With Stephen Clements in charge, we're going to, to get some really good young talent come through our doors and, you know, there's going to be potential talent that's going to soon be great in the Premier League. So I think, again, that's another tick in, in the, the Clements cap. And, and again, I think players are going to want to come on and, and play for him. And as Brad said, look, in terms of, of and as Neil, so uh, as um, Stephen uh, kind of said in, in his uh, press conference, as as what we're looking for in terms of players, Yes, you've got good players. These have got to be really, really good players. We've got to be expecting you kind of, you know, sort of championship quality players if we want to really push on and get out of this league now because that month has killed us. So we're going to need to bring in some real, real quality. And if we do, honestly, yeah, watch out, League One. That's a League Two. Uh, you know, we're going to be trying to get into League One. But if we don't and if we don't get a... For me, uh, that fox in the box, that someone who's going to put that ball in the back of the net, I feel we are going to struggle for the rest of the season and just have to hope that goals are going to come from elsewhere in that team.
0: OK, let's get on to the questions then. Um, a few have been answered already, um, but this one hasn't. Um, Matt, what rating would you give Stephen Clement out of 10 so far in the seven games that he's had in charge?
1: For me, it's a solid 8 out of 10, actually, I would say. From what I've seen... Um, especially watching his press conferences, the way he comes across as well. Um, look, I, 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 I'm not saying this and I know Brad will probably listen to that but it would be great for you guys to be able to do an interview with him at some point. Uh, but I know that's probably not going to happen for a while. But um, I just, yeah, I like, I like the way he comes across. Um, I like what I'm seeing. He seems proactive when it comes to his subs as well. So, yeah, let, let's just hope his, uh, the next six games were as good.
0: Um, yeah, next question. Um, what other what other positions do you think the Jills need to strengthen in the tra- transfer window? Uh,
1: n- no disrespect when I say this for, for Shay, but I, I do think I know we've got Mackenzie who can play there. Uh, I, I would like to see another right back uh, come back uh, potentially. Um, look, really uh, apart from that. It would be more as cover. Um, you know, I think Ethan Coleman's kind of uh, cemented his place there in the centre of, of, of midfield. And I know Sean Williams could come in and, and, and do a trick, but maybe another kind of uh, sort of defensive minded midfielder. Um I think
0: I'll th- I think, I think some pace for me in out wide. I don't think we've got and, enough of it.
1: And I was gonna say, yeah, we uh, a bit more pace really, that that's the other key. But apart from that, obviously, yeah, look for me. No, I said, if we were to sign a, uh, you know, on on the 1st of January, sign a, a you know, a sort of a proven goal scorer that's going to grab us goals and going to hit the ground running and, you know, uh, then I think, say, watch out, league, league 2, you know, we're coming for you. But if we don't and it's sort of, you know, the 1st of February and we haven't got that proven goal scorer, I said, we're just going to have to hope and play that the goals are going to come from elsewhere. And if we're going to buy quality elsewhere, potentially that's where those goals are going to come from.
0: Okay. Uh, quite some interesting ones then. Um, GSFT uh, has asked, which player in the current squad is most likely to make an appearance in the Premier League?
1: Oh, right now, Scott Malone. Um, yeah. in, 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 a, in a few years' time, I mean, we're already calling him... Malone's already played there,
0: Matt. That's not going to happen I'm... again.
1: I, I know, if we, if we were talking about having to play a game, you know, t- sort of t- tomorrow morning, uh, you know, Scott Malone, I think could could go into any Premier League team and 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 do a trick. But if we're talking in a few years' time, for me, you know, said so we call him England's number one. It's got to be Jake Turner. Um, I, I I just think he's got something special about him.
0: Okay, which player has improved the most since the summer?
1: Probably Ethan Coleman, I've got to say, from 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 what I've seen. Um, obviously, I know he had that period, unfortunately, where he was uh, suspended for a bit. But um, from what from what I've seen, especially from from the first game this season, well, even from the first sort of pre uh, pre-season friendlies, um, right through till now, he's really really grown into that position, and he's looking like a really really good buy from 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 the club. And I'm looking again, looking forward to what he could potentially do in the future.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is going to probably answer your next question then. Who do you think has got the biggest potential in the squad?
1: It's, it's got to be probably Ethan Coleman. With, with his age, um, no, no disrespect to anyone else, <laughs> you know, but um, with, with his age and um, how good he is, look, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if... if you know, if he carries on the way he's going in the summer, bigger teams don't come stepping around for him. But I think depending on what league uh, we're in next year would be depending on whether we're seeing him in blue next year or not.
0: And who do you believe will be player of the year this year?
1: Oh, see, I don't, I don't like preempting it. it. Um, but again, if we're going on current performances, for me, it's Jake Turner.
0: Okay. Okay. All right then. Um nice and short one tonight. Around about half an hour. Not obviously no game, so there's not much. Obviously you you, you know for a fact we'd we'd probably go on for another 20 twenty, twenty five minutes but previewing the previewing the game, but there's no game, so we're cutting it short tonight. Um yeah, we thought we would we'll do a little short one for you to to spend your Friday evening. Uh thank you, Matt, for joining me tonight. Uh much and much appreciated. Um, yeah, the jewels. Have a week break then. Um, and it's then on to Bradford next Saturday afternoon at the Priestfield to see if the duels can continue that good uh that good form um certainly at home that we're having. Um so yeah, um don't forget as well um we won't be we won't actually be live on Thursday night because guess what? We will be live in person on Wednesday night instead at Priestfield Stadium. Please do join us at um, at the factory seven o'clock start at priestfield um if you haven't got your ticket get your ticket now um, at ticket tickets at blockpictures.com. there's over 40 people already coming on wednesday night so it's wednesday the 13th of december um 6 30 arrival at the factory and if you want a ticket Give me a message, give the page a message, comment below, whatever you want to do. And we will send you the details, what you need to do to get your free ticket. The bar will be open before and during the show. um, And we're looking to do between seven and eight o'clock. So only on for around about an hour. Please do join us next Wednesday um, to look for a look back live um, and see all your uh, all your favorite faces are live on stage as we look back on on last month's uh, last month's doings um yeah thank you all for joining us tonight um it's been a pleasure as always and uh, as always good night Up the jis